release in the morning. When a radioactive spill causes mass contamination, thousands of infected citizens are transformed into bloodthirsty undead fiends. But these are not your standard stumbling gut munchers. This is an all-out attack by fast-moving, flesh-ripping, ass-kicking maniacs that can only be stopped by a bullet to the brain. Get ready for an all-you-can-eat buffet of gunfire, gore, and gratuitous aerobics where zombies run, chaos reigns, and heads explode. This is Nightmare City. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Here are B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are continuing through our, you know, March of the Month March, um, where acronyms reign supreme, and this week, monsters are returning craving hemoglobin. With, wow. Just, just wow. With the 1980 Italian horror film, Nightmare City. Thank you, Umberto Lenzi. Yo. Let's just dive right into the shit with technical difficulties, top and bottom three. I'm too excited. That, that description from the back of the DVD box just got me so pumped up. It was pretty epic. It was. Least. Um, let's, let's, start with, let's start with the bottom, the, the bad of this movie. So, for me, number three, I really don't care about any of the characters, seriously. Especially when most of the characters die after not listening to people who know what's going on tell them how to stay safe. That is pretty dumb, to say the least. Number two, in between the scenes of chaos and murder and ass-kickery zombiness, uh, there is story. Long, boring, horribly dialogued story. Number one, they never explain how the creatures transfer their disease from one person to another. Yes, there's undead, radioactive, zombie, munching motherfucker things out there, but... They don't bite people. They, like, slit them open with knives and axes and sticks and shit and drink their blood. So, and, like, I just, I don't understand how the people that aren't zombies at the beginning become zombies later on. And it's never really explained. Yeah, that was really weird. Uh, I think you, 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 you said to me earlier, like, if it was, you know, prolonged exposure to the zombies, then why didn't the main characters who were around the zombies the whole movie, like, end up turning into them? Yeah, it was the most inconsistent zombie apocalypse I think I've ever seen. But yeah, um, that's it for me. What's your bottom? Well, for number three, I agree with you about the characters. They were, for the most part, really dumb. I mean, I get that some people get, get really nervous and freeze up when getting attacked by something, and, you know, especially an undead person who also happens to run and has an axe, but they're like trained soldiers who still use the ancient technique of stand there and let my opponent kill me, which is very ineffective. It, like, half of them didn't even have the brain power to run away. I mean, Jesus Christ, like, it's like the most basic of um, defense mechanisms. Number two, the social commentary in this movie was way over the top and really obnoxious. It was obvious that the writers are just preaching at times about the evils of nuclear power and technology, yet I don't think they really understood it because they just kept saying how evil they were because look at zombies. But, you know, that doesn't really work as a social commentary because it hasn't actually happened. Reminds me of a lot of today's social commentaries in a certain political scheme. Reminds you of Birdemic. <laughs> but, but I digress. What's your number one worst thing in this film? I think Birdemic might have been a little more tactful with it. Is Birdemic your number one worst thing in this film? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I've got the ending of the film was just fucking stupid. 
the film just resets. Like, it turns out to be a dream, but actually a premonition or something. Like, what the fuck? Like, that was the biggest fucking cop-out ending. I, I, I fucking hate when movies do that. And It was a nightmare, Paul. It told you in the title, Nightmare City. And he, it was the city of this guy's nightmare. That is the stupidest fucking thing ever. You get it? We meant literal nightmare. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the top three. Number three. Uh, throughout the chaotic scenes, there were random actresses, you know, who happened to be topless. I'm, I'm not complaining. You know, unfortunately, most of those characters ended up dead, uh, so their toplessness ended, you know, right away. But hey, y- you get what you get in these kind of films. Uh, number two, the special effects were actually pretty good. There were lots of scenes that uh, showed off the blood and the gore and the flesh tearing and uh, everything else, and I, I enjoyed it. Number one. The zombies in this movie were just so fucking badass. They're running around with knives and sickles and hammers and axes, bashing and cutting and slashing. And then when they start killing soldiers, they steal soldiers' guns and start shooting people and then drinking their blood. Like, this is so fucking awesome. People are like, ooh, like the, the, the rage zombies, who, which aren't really zombies, from like 28 days later, they're like the most badass zombies. I'm like, Not fuck even you. close. They would lose in a heartbeat to Nightmare City zombies because Nightmare City zombies, they're all rage and they're all actually zombies. I'd love to see a fight between those two groups. Zombie faction fighting. That, that would be amazing. So, yeah, I mean, the, just the, the total badassery of these zombies. Number one. Oh, yeah. So number three, three I agree with Corey. Random acts of boobs. That was that was definitely a good part. Number two, the fighting in the film was pretty entertaining. There were a lot of lots of blood and a huge body count, so and lots of people getting their throats slit and just attacked with hatchets. That was pretty cool. It, now that you mention it, I think this movie does have like the highest on-screen murder count of any movie that we've watched so far. Yeah, the, it was it was pretty insane, and it all kind of comes randomly. Like, like, it's not just like a a building explodes or there's a nuclear detonation in the area and a ton of people die like i swear like hundreds of people die on screen in this film not literally it's just a movie folks as far as we know yeah yeah. there was no no people or animals were harmed in the making of this film at the end of the credits so come to think of it i don't think there were end credits yeah i'm not really sure but you know um Number one, I also agree with you. These zombies were badass. It was just like riots, like zombies who were rioting. Like they joined like a terrorist group and they're like, you know, we're going to attack the humans for reasons, you know, the jihad zombies. Well, you know what I did mention in my bottom was how horrible the dialogue was. And you know what? As much as we don't like to subject you to horrible dialogue, guess what? I don't fucking care today. So we're having ourselves a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who won. And if you have favorite quote from this movie, Paul, go ahead and get us started. All right. I feel like someone waiting for the hatchet guy to come chop my head off. Whatever you says, massa, your wish is my command. I'm a journalist. My job is to keep the public informed. It's not the fault of science or technology, but of man. Somehow that line was more obnoxious than the Jar Jar one. 
Yeah, and uh, that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or want to tell us who won this episode's edition, you know, feel free to leave your comment in the box below. Um, I think it's time that uh, we give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave it a 4 out of 10. Uh, Nightmare City is one of those films that does like one thing extremely well and one thing horribly, combining to be just one mediocre film. It does the action horror chaos scenes fantastically with blood, gore, nudity all rolled into one and going on for a good amount of time when it does happen. However, it does the storyline character aspect of the film horribly, taking away way, way too long to get from point A to point B in the storyline, which is really just chaos to chaos. And I really just want to edit out 90% of the storyline, reduce this film to about 35 minutes, and watch that three times over instead of the film in its entirety. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome to me. But alas, it is a complete film, just not a very good one. Nightmare City was a zombie film that really didn't feel like a zombie film. The zombies could have easily been replaced by anarchists wearing body armor. It would have been pretty much the same thing. Unfortunately, the plot was almost non-existent, and the characters had no real personalities. And amazingly, this movie somehow managed to be pretentious and condescending. The plot was basically pa- would basically pause so that the creator's self-insert character could rant about nuclear power and the evil of technology, because, you know... It might, it might start zombie, a zombie apocalypse one day or something. Um, it's a zombie movie for fuck's sakes, and not even a particularly good one. So are you really going to just pause the movie to preach? Fuck you. Uh, anyways, also the ending of the movie was ridiculously stupid. There was a twist which didn't work and just came off as random and dumb, and I hate it. I hate everything about it. However, the zombie fights were definitely fun and fortunately took up the majority of the film and you know if you can get past the preaching the bad plot the bad characters and all the other problems with it it's not that bad hey paul yep with a twist twist so we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do so we like to give every b movie review an a movie companion and tell you why these are the same exact films just of different standards and quality and caliber for me, I gave my A-Movie Companion to the 2002 film, 28 Days Later. I picked Escape from New York from 1981. So, both 28 Days Later and Nightmare City take place in Europe. Or at least that's where they were filmed. Both films feature pseudo-zombie characters who run, use tools, and murder people indiscriminately. In both films, blood plays a key factor when it comes to the pseudo-zombies either in the transfer of the virus or, you know, it's needed to sustain the life or unlife of the pseudo-zombies. We're not really sure in the case of Nightmare City if they're, you know, living or unliving or just something in between. And in both films, the military really does try but fails to stop the outbreak because, you know, incompetence. And that's why 28 Days Later is the same film as Nightmare City. I picked Escape from New York because both movies take place in cities. Nightmare City takes place in some unnamed city in Italy. I'm just going to call it Italy City. 
and Escape from New York takes place in, well, New York City. Both cities are overrun by violent gangs. The city in Nightmare City is overrun by surprisingly strong and competent zombies, and New York became a dumping ground for violent criminals who form games to commit all sorts of acts of violence. Both films primarily consist of characters trying to escape from violent hordes, some with better, better luck than others. And both movies tried to have some kind of social commentary. Escape from New York was commenting on how badly criminals are treated in the justice system and did a pretty decent job at that. And Nightmare City was, I don't know, pissed off at nuclear power and machines and decided to bitch about that in ways that made no sense and didn't come off as natural and really just annoyed the shit out of me. Did anything come off as natural in Nightmare City, Paul? I, I, I kind of believed the um, violent zombies. I, that was more realistic than, you know, the character acting and, you know, all the other bullshit. All right. So there you have it. If you want to watch an A-movie version of uh, Nightmare City, check out 28 Days Later or Escape from New York. Uh, now I think it's time for us to tell you how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. We'll give you some drinking games for this film. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone mentions radiation, take a drink. Number two, anytime someone's military rank is mentioned, take a drink. Number three, every time the zombies are shown drinking blood, take a drink. Number four, whenever someone doesn't follow the directions of someone who actually knows what's going on, finish your drink. And number five, of course, because it's March, every time monsters are randomly causing havoc, take a drink. Every time someone gets their throat slit, take a drink. That includes if they get their throat slit more than once. Every time a zombie is yielding a weapon, take a drink. Every time Dr. Miller preaches about the evils of nuclear power and technology, and they're, they're, take a drink. And every time you see a plane, take a drink. And those are your ways, too. Drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at, at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com. We have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, we've come to the end of week four here um, in March, and uh, let's rank the films we've seen so far. Um, so for me, number four was Nightmare City, 1980. Um, it had some great action and zombiness to it, but overall, because of the storyline, characters, and dialogue, it turned out to be mediocre. Number three, Leprechaun in the Hood. The rhyming, the murdering, the leprechaun's badassery. Coming into the hood and taking over it. Very fun. Number two, Demons, 1985. A theater gone awry where the movie comes alive and murders people. I like it. I like it a lot. And it had Italian Ken Forhey. Always good. Number one, Dog Soldiers. Fucking werewolves and soldiers and fighting and, you know, devouring and explosions and... Overall, a very dark and realistic tone to something that otherwise sounds very campy and ridiculous. And it really is, you know, my favorite werewolf movie. So, 
this this month did have some stiff competition, so that's my ranking. All right, number four, I also had Nightmare City. It's like they had a decent film and then just deliberately tried to fuck it up. It's still watchable, but man, like they could have cut out so many different aspects of it that just made it so much worse. Number three, Leprechaun in the Hood. I mean, you got a fucking Leprechaun in the Hood rapping and doing all sorts of shit. I mean, how, how can you all of that? However, number two is Demons, which I actually thought was funnier and more entertaining than Leprechaun in the Hood, which is saying a lot because I actually enjoyed that one. And number one, also Dog Soldiers. It was pretty damn awesome. Like, I was entertained the entire way through, and it was a lot more serious and gory than I was expecting. And I had, I had fun with it. So guess what, Paul? It's one of those months. We have five Fridays. Oh, God damn it. I'm so sick of fucking acronym month. What's this one going to be? Monsters always really craving head or I don't fucking know. No, Paul. Next week, matriarchs antagonize relatives coming home. Oh, fuck God, you. keep up, man. It's time for Easter. Of course, matriarchs antagonize relatives coming home. And guess what? Just in time for Easter, it's rabid grannies from 1988. Guess what happens when the relatives come home? They die. God damn it, Paul. Matriarchs antagonize. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Why can't it be April already? I don't want to